Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Now, Mason, in the grad tradition of it being your birthday. Last week, <laughs> Last yes. week, which I forgot. You get to do the intro. Great. it's your birthday. Fantastic. <laughs> when you're ready. All right. Oh. Deep breath, focus, got to find my centre, this is a surprise. Sorry. Hey everyone! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk about comic books and movies and TV shows and sometimes your co-host makes you do something you don't want to do. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nick Mason. I'm James, Mr. Sunday Movies. Is that it? We yeah, that, that, that's it. Great. It's not fun, is it, doing the intro? Oh, it's a real drag, man. <laughs> but nah, you got it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, should we just get straight into the news and stuff? Yeah. It's bloody... Just get into it. Great work. Maybe I should get you to do it every week. Ugh. Not get you. Like, maybe you would want to do it every week. What if I say no? I don't know then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Deadpool. You know that, that I'm movie. I'm aware of Deadpool. Sure. It's wrap shooting. It's done. They that finished it. Yeah, it seemed real quick, didn't mm. it? Maybe two months? Maybe three months? Yeah. Maybe two months? Yeah. <laughs> maybe two or three months? There was a lot of... A couple of months? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds has been really good at kind of promoting that. Mm. He's kind of, you know... Sending out various hilarious Deadpool tweets and whatever. I haven't seen any. Really? Yeah. What about the one where he's lying on like the bare skin rug? Okay, that one's pretty good. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there are there are other ones. <laughs> but yeah, um, he said also that he's ho- he was hoping for a Wolverine cameo and that Hugh Jackman is open to it. So it might happen, mm. but it might not. You know? Oh yeah. Do you think they'd play off well? Oh, they have. They, they were in the same movie together once, weren't they? They were in the Wolverine. The X-Men Origins, Origins Wolverine, yeah. the worst one. <laughs> the worst one, yeah. By far the worst one. By far. So, so if that is any indication, mm. I would say the combination of Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman is some sort of curse. <laughs> okay. So I highly recommend they don't make that happen. Yeah, Individually, good guys. Yeah, together. In good movies together. Box office disaster. Poison, yeah. Though that made a lot of money, that movie. Because hmm. it was kind of... These are still good, right? That's how it yeah. got people in. Uh-huh, yeah. And then that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Speaking of things that aren't good, Transformers movies. Oh, sure. They're I've expanding. seen some. Ex- I've seen more than I need, I've need. i needed to. That's true. Mm-hmm. They're expanding the universe. And they're saying that the, 
upcoming movies could include a prequel. I think they rumored to be titled Transformers 1, which is a Cybertron film. Okay, sure. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that too, yeah. Yeah. We sort of saw Cybertron in, was it 3, where they tried to crash Cybertron into the Earth through a big portal? Might have been three. It's tough to say, isn't it? <laughs> that did happen in one of those movies, though, didn't it? Because you can tune out for a solid 20 minutes yeah. in those movies and you won't really miss that no, much. No, so. that's it. Mm-hmm. There's always a portal or a yeah. device that could do a thing. Mm. That Anyway. Yeah. And the other one they mentioned was maybe like a Bumblebee spin-off movie. The quote here is, we could see stories told around Bumblebee and other characters. But just Bumblebee because <laughs> all the rest are totally interchangeable. <laughs> exactly, right? yeah. yeah. So let's pick the we character see, that's we, yellow and can't talk. Yeah. We could see stories around that one that's a Japanese samurai for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's racist. We don't know. But we'll find out, won't we? We'll bloody find out. Mm. He, did, he had a good design, that one, actually. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Now that I think about Not it. Not the movie, just so we're clear. Mm. Good. Just that so was the one where Cybertron came through the portal, right? Oh, absolutely it was. Good. Excellent. Um, Do you want to see any of that? I'm interested in the Cybertron so. movie. How about like it, an Any Which Way But Loose Bumblebee Road movie. So he has a monkey. He has a monkey, okay, yeah. Cool. yeah. He yeah, has a fine. monkey in Clint Eastwood. <laughs> they bundle Clint Eastwood in. He has no idea what's happening. They just put him in a green screen and just like maybe lock the doors in. Yep, yep. And, he, and he doesn't know what's happening. And then you just film his reaction for a couple of hours. And then you build a story around that. And you CGI Bumblebee in. That would be amazing. Yeah, I know, right? It would be like, what, what's the one with Eddie Murphy where they get the fake Eddie Murphy? Meet and- Dave? <laughs> That's good. Trading places. <laughs> no, the one... I'm just going to go new movie, old movie, until we find the Eddie Murphy movie you're thinking of. <laughs> the one where he's got braces. Bowfinger. And, yes. Coming to America. You, you I got it, I got it. Well, okay, great. Yeah, okay. Good job. Yeah, that's what happened in that movie, right? doesn't matter. Okay, so yeah, more oh, Transformers movies, I guess? Sure. Yeah. Well, we're never going to see the end of it. No, we're Do you not. remember that period, like, because everybody seemed, everybody remembers the Transformers have just been this eternal thing. Yeah. There was a really long period where the Transformers were not popular at all. Like, yeah. they stopped making the toys. Okay, sure. Are you talking, like, after Beast Wars? Yeah, they stopped making decent toys. Yeah. And there was just maybe a couple of comic books. Yeah. Like, one a month or whatever. And it was one of those things where people were like, oh, look, occasionally you'd be like, remember this movie? Yeah. And you'd uh, be like, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone would have it on VHS. What I'm saying is, why can't we go back to that? Oh, okay. When so nobody remembers the Transformers. A return. <laughs> a return to, to nothingness. Form. Yeah. You know what I fear? What's that? When we get too old and all the stuff that starts coming up and they make movies of are shows that weren't around when we were a kid. So, so we have no frame of reference. We've got no frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, We'd yeah. be like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and Ben 10 and whatever. When that shit all rolls up, we're fucked. Yeah, like, that's, 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 that's true, over. yeah. Yeah, I guess because... We're sticking around with Transformers because for us it has nostalgia value, yeah. even though they're not very good. Yeah. So you're right. But we just have to push through that until we get the nostalgia for these movies. Oh, that's true. When they re-reboot the Transformers. Exactly. Oh, that's true. Then we're yeah. back. Yeah. Interestingly, though, if they do make a fifth Transformers movie, which they are, that's when movies get good again. Which yeah, we've that's true. About. That, the established Fast, rule. The Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious rule. rule. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's great. Um, Andy Serkis is in the new Star Wars movie called Star Wars... Star Wars? And they've revealed his character, is yeah. that right? Yeah, he's a mocap character and his name is Supreme Leader Snoke. Okay. Remember the Snorks? That's I the first Yeah, I remember the Snorks. The poor man. So what you're saying is they're rebooting, they're rebooting the Snorks. <laughs> Correct. Yep. I didn't like They're the not snor- rebeating the Snorks. <laughs> they should. The, the Snorks are This not is a re- very gritty reboot. <laughs> Did you like the Snorks? I have no memory of the Snorks, really. They were the Smurfs underwater. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tristan wrote in, and he thinks he's actually Darth Plagueis. You familiar with Darth Plagueis? 
Oh, is that an expanded universe character? Yeah, but he is mentioned in episode three. He was Sidious's master. Oh, right. Okay, Sidious sure. killed. Okay. Well, he tells the story like he's telling the story of somebody else, but it's clearly like him. Oh, right, sure. And Plagueis worked out how to live forever. Right, so potentially he's not dead. Yeah. Or he's a ghost. Or a ghost, yeah. As a mocap ghost. Mocap ghost, yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you think of any of those things? Look, <laughs> like everything Star Wars at this point, I'm cautiously optimistic. Excellent. Again, I love your bad- enthusiasm. Yeah. Again, look, th- here's, here, here's the whole thing. I'm yep. cautiously optimistic, but realistically, they cannot be any worse than the prequels. Mm. So. Say that. Yeah. Look, I, I agree. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> you put that idea in my mind. But I feel like people say it can't be worse, but things can always be worse. Well, that's true, isn't in it? In life and movies and disaster epics, which we will get to. Oh, yes. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah. You know her? Yeah. She looks Til like a, She looks like a ghost. Tilly Swinton. Yeah. She is apparently in talks to play the Ancient One in the Doctor Strange movie. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because Ancient One is not a woman. It is a bald man. Yes. Techni- <laughs> generally speaking, yes. Yeah. But it is an ancient one. That's right. It's not an ancient bloke. <laughs> they make that very clear. Yeah. So. Who'd be great as an ancient bloke? I'm trying to think. What's Again, his Clint Eastwood. We, we <laughs> put him a, in a, an Australian guy. We put him in the room. like Jack Thompson. Oh, ja- yeah, maybe Jack Thompson. Brian Brown. Brian Brown would be a great ancient bloke. Yeah. Yeah. So bloody ancient. <laughs> Steve Bisley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd be pretty good, yeah. Yeah, but he's Bisley. As yeah. we've we established, he's so Bisley. Mark Mitchell, Con the Fruiterer. <laughs> There's some references for your bloody Reddit thread. Some obscure references that aren't very good. Yeah. So are you? I, I think it's this is one of those changes where not enough people know about enough about Doctor Strange to be outraged. If this was, say, Lex Luthor. Yep. Or, you know, or like an iconic Superman character or, or an iconic Batman or an iconic Iron Man, then people would care. But people yeah. are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I. No one's favorite character is the ancient one. No, I'm prepared for letters. <laughs> you you should be prepared for letters because you read the letters. I will buckle that down. Somebody people are going to email in and say, "No, my favorite character is the ancient one." Yeah, but no, because it's not a character. Like it hasn't. The ancient one hasn't had his own book. Yeah, we don't know much of his backstory. We don't really know any That's of that. True. So yeah, make it up on the fly. It's fine. I think it could work. And Tilda Swinton is just kind of like a puff of smoke. She's very ethereal, isn't yeah, she? So yeah. So sure. Mm. Maybe a Kate Blanchett. If they were going to make a female. But they, she was Gladriel yeah. and whatever. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. was the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Chris, Pro- Chris Prine. Chris Pine. Chris Prine. Chris Prine. <laughs> Chris Pine is apparently being eyed for the role of Steve Trevor in the Wonder Woman movie. Interesting. That okay. works, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about how the first Wonder Woman movie may be set in like the 20s? I don't know if we... That sounds like something we talk about. I don't know if we have <laughs> expressly talked about that. Yeah. Okay, sure. So that may be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I guess like make- a Captain America style. Yeah, yeah. Like a period piece. Will people feel that's a rip-off of Captain America there? Yeah, probably. Yeah, great. Everything rips off everything else. Transformers yeah. are coming back and then out and back again. Who yeah. knows? Mm. Life's a bloody roller coaster. Isn't it though? Yeah, okay. I'm on board with that. Yeah, I like me a, too. Yeah, I like a superhero period piece. That's good. It will... You will have to... Ex- we will have to explain why nobody remembers Wonder Woman in this... Okay, sure. Steel universe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, it doesn't have to be that. It could just be that... I guess we could have... People didn't bring it up. Like, because Batman's in this universe and we haven't heard no, about nobody him. Nobody heard of him, that's yeah. true. I guess if it was all set, sort of... Maybe it's maybe it's that the, the setup is, you know, uh, Steve Trevor crashes on Amazon Island. Yeah. Themyscira? Themyscira. 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 And then they go off and have some sort of, you know, 
Greek mythology adventure and the yeah. world at large doesn't hear about it. Yeah, that sure. Be, that might work. Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. Of Script course, written. Steve done. Trevor couldn't be in the 20s. Like, he'd be there modern day, I guess. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Okay. Unless mm. he's doing his yoga. I don't oh, know. sure, yeah, yeah. That keeps you young, I right? might do the, the fun trope of Steve Trevor and then Steve his great-grandson is Steve Trevor the third, and it's the same actor, and they're exactly the same. And you know. that, The Back to the Future thing that yeah. they do, where yeah. every one of his ancestors, except for his dad, it looks exactly like Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. The Biff Tannen effect. Mm. Anyway, that's great. Um, Tron 3. Yes. <laughs> You're not going to like this. Oh. Has been put on hold. Oh. <laughs> You're the only one who likes we're, Tron we're, we're 3. We're going to talk about Tomorrowland this week. And I, yeah. having come out of Tomorrowland, I'm just like, you know what I really liked? I really liked Tron Legacy. It was real good. I liked some of Tron Legacy. Okay. I, liked the, I liked the world building. I liked the soundtrack. Did you like the machine that could potentially take people from the Tron universe into the real universe and make them real. Just that big beam of light. The big beam of light, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really explain that well. No. Yeah. Not the point. How much... Does the Tron world, does it run out of space? Is it like, uh, there's too much data Cyber in Cyber space. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Because it's not on the internet, is it? It's just in a mainframe. It's, it's in a it's in a old arcade yeah. game or something. Yeah, I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm saying that movie isn't true to life. The blue beam that brings people in the real world and makes them real, that's fine. Yep. Other than that. You're right. It probably, I mean, it was a machine from the 80s, so it probably only had like 640k of RAM. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's going to take forever to crunch those people out in the real world. You're right, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But the, the, they say, well, first of all, they said they wanted Jared Leto for the role. Mm-hmm. But... Apparently, this might not be going forward, or looks like it won't be, is because of Tomorrowland did not do well at the box office, oh, that's which we will talk yeah, about. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that. I'm not surprised, because I think, for one, every sidestep that Disney have made away from superhero movies, yes, and, and like Pixar, and yep. presumably Star Wars, has been a disaster. John Carter. John Carter, Lone Ranger, Tomorrowland. Mm. I'm sure there are other examples. I'm yes. sure there's examples of the not, like Pirates, for example, but Pirates started in... 2003, uh-huh. or whenever it was, maybe 2004. So, you know, do you want to talk San Andreas first and then Tomorrowland? Because I think yeah. that's the one that just came out, so... Okay, yeah, cool. Um, Side note, Jared Leto, mm. did we talk about last week, maybe it was out already, but the the, the set shots of the Joker's Lamborghini? <laughs> With the ha With the ha-ha-ha. the yeah. plate. Uh-huh. Somebody wrote, and I can't remember who, and said, did he get like get those registered? <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? Did yeah. he? Do you reckon he would have? Unlikely. I mean, he would have had to at least get it, them printed. It looks pretty... The, the car itself looks pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, uh, but... There's been a lot of set photos of Batman riding on the roof of that car. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No cape. They're going to CGI it in, I guess. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> no cape then. Just that's leave fine. the red dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So this is... That, that's Suicide Squad footage. Yeah, that's Suicide Squad. And that's... Presumably Ben Affleck's stunt double, even yes. though he's not going to be in the movie, but he was seen wearing yeah. a blanket over his head, <laughs> arriving and leaving on set with pointy yeah, ears, exactly. sticking out. Um, they don't seem to care that everybody sees that Batman's in that now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because they're like, we can't film this without people seeing it. Yeah, yeah. And if they want to do it real, you've got to do it in the streets, man. You've got to do it in the streets. It looks... I like the look of it. It does... The Joker is feeling it, because I keep going back and forth on what this characterization of the Joker is. Mm. It feels more like... Now the the Super Friends version of the Joker, like the Super Friends cartoon version, because where's he getting the car from? Where you is he getting I mean? the car from? It's yeah. just yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, the tattoos still not working still for not. me. Yeah, but, but I, you know, we'll see. We see them as little as possible. Yeah, mm. I think that's probably going to be like the opening of the movie, or not a major sequence, because if they're just like, oh, everyone can see this, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be that big a deal, or right, there's right. something else. So maybe. I think we talked about this. Maybe that's Batman bringing him to Arkham. Yeah. Mm. And that's how the movie starts. Cool. Or whatever. Done. I'm happy to see Batman in it, though. Yeah. He's a... 
I like him. He's I like good, his, right? I like his little cape. Good value, that guy. He is, yeah. isn't he? Mm-hmm. We want to get into San Andreas then. Let's talk about it. As we, We're going to talk about two movies this week. Tomorrowland, which only just came out here in mm-hmm. Australians, and San Andreas, which also just came out here. Uh, it's good we... Uh, it's good we decided to do two movies. Yes. I was initially thinking, well, do people want to hear about two? But you know what? There's not a lot to talk about in San Andreas, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Yep, cool. Yeah. What's your... Um, oh, by the way, the normal way we do this is non-spoilers, and then we'll say spoilers, just oh, for sure. people who haven't heard. Uh, we'll clearly mark that. Yes. With voices. Um, if you wanted to skip Tomorrowland, I'll put a time code in, right, Mason? Then, well, then you can do no, no spoilers, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Spoilers. That was actually your idea. I shouldn't take credit. All right. San Andreas. Total bullshit. I hated it. Did you really? Fucking that's interesting. hated it. Yeah. Look, I preface this by saying... That was quick. I do that's not... Your, that's your quickest opinion so far, I think. Like, And that's your most definitive opinion. Because yeah. normally you're dancing about it for ages. You're like, well... Look, and this is this is on me. I do not like these movies. Disaster movies. I hate them. I've always hated them. Okay, here's the delineation, though, I feel. Yeah. You hate San Andreas. Yep. Where a city's being destroyed. Yep. You like a Godzilla... Where a city's being destroyed by Godzilla. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That. Cool. that yeah. I, I don't know. I just maybe. You know what? Maybe it's the lack of like who's the villain here, and then they try and shoehorn in a villain. They try to build a villain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And look, I shouldn't say I really hate it. I just I was bored because mm-hmm. I'm just like I've seen this, and I like The Rock. Give me an example of a time you've seen it. Day after tomorrow. Okay, I never saw that. 2012. Didn't see it. Godzilla. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good you point. Know, volcano, Dante's Peak. That's it's been Armageddon, a long, it's been a long Twister. time. Yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. <laughs> You've given me a lot of examples, and you bloody put me in my place. But the point is, Dante's Peak and Volcano and Twister. It's been a long time between drinks. Agreed. Between yeah. actual disaster movies, yeah. like big budget kind of. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. You know. And look, but you hated it. I just give me an example of a thing you hate. Sure. It? Okay. I re- I've written. You wrote down a whole bunch of things you hated. You know, all the stuff that I want to hate, that I want to talk about is probably more spoilers. Okay. Cool. So, all right. Could we do, let's just okay. Let's through. talk about it. Acting. None to speak of. <laughs> I thought everybody was fine in what it was. Like I thought yeah. the Rock was good. He's likable, but he's yeah. yeah. But he's not really. Uh, I can't really look. You know what? He's not a great guy in it. People are like he's a great guy, uh-huh. but all the stuff that he does. It's really go out of way to say he's a great guy. Like, he steals a car, but yep. that car had already been stolen. Yep. So he's not actually stealing a car. Correct, for, yes. For real. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And this movie you should watch if you like a string of scenes of The Rock stealing various vehicles. <laughs> yes. That's ultimately what this movie like is. Like the video game San Andreas. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think it was going to be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas originally? So they filmed a whole bunch of scenes of the rock stealing things, and then they the license fell through, and they're like, oh, "Just take GT off the front. Yeah. We'll destroy the city with CGI." <laughs> yeah, we'll work around it because he's not. I guess he's the main character, but it, it kind of shifts focus between him, Paul Giamatti, and his daughter, uh-huh. and that's the kind of and just buildings falling down. Like, yep. and that that's how it kind of uh-huh. that's how it kind of goes. What's her name? Carla. Gugino. She was good. Like, yep. she's fine. Kylie Minogue was in it. Kylie Minogue's in it. Australia's own Kylie Minogue. Put our, that in your Reddit. Our Kylie. Yeah. Our Kylie. I haven't seen her in a movie since Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Where she played Cammy. Yeah, she I was Cammy. Say. Yeah. She yeah. was Cammy, British secret agent. <laughs> slash martial artist. Correct. Slash beret wearer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Alexander Daddario. Alexandra Daddario. Correct. Um, British guy. Mr. British, yeah. And I think it was uh, Rickon from Game of Thrones was the kid, was the brother. Oh, okay, sure. And I thought everybody was fine. Yeah. I like Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti doing some Paul Giamatti acting, (laughs) where he's like, 
I'm way above this. Yeah. But they're paying me money for this. But so. he does well. Like, he's good. Yeah. He but he's ca- clearly on the verge of laughing. I like how he runs. Yeah. He's clearly on the verge of laughing all the time, though, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, I cannot believe they're getting me to say this particular thing. Did you like it? I didn't even ask you. San Andreas? Yeah. I kind of did. I didn't... Like, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. But... Look, man, there was some good smashing. Yeah, yeah, sure, I agree. Good smashing. I found the CGI though, like, went between amazing and just uh-huh. very poor. Give me an example of a poor bit. The bit at the start where the car CGI backflips down a hill. Yeah, that wasn't great. The no. green screen. Yeah, yeah. Just uh-huh. like all the green screen. Uh-huh. Like you know the bit where they're in the boat at the, the end and. Uh huh. This is not so much a spoiler. Yeah. Maybe it is because it happens right at the start. Mm. As we're talking about, there's a, there's a scene right at the start. We we're setting the. We're setting the status of the characters. The Rock is a guy and he comes in and he saves people. Yeah. So right at the start, he has to go and save a, a, a girl who's been driving a car yeah. and it, and it tumbles, over a, yeah. tumbles over a cliff, right? One of the things that, I, that makes me cringe in movies is what I call a car crash angle where somebody is driving a car <laughs> and you see a view from the passenger yeah. side. You see, them, you see what's coming from outside the window yep. and it's normally a train or a truck and like they've stopped paying attention. Do you hate that because it frightens you or do you hate it because you're sick of seeing it? probably both okay. i'm terrified of things but i th- i thought it was in this in this case it was quite innovative because it wasn't a car or a truck it was the side of a mountain <laughs> coming at her it. yeah yeah and look and initially i did i was like oh, okay i'm open to this because it was kind of like she was on her phone and you thought that was going to cause the crash yes. and then like i kept thinking she was going to drift into traffic yeah and, and then there was that and like and i thought oh that's quite good that's a little twist on the yeah. trope there yeah but then it just kind of and then there's a bit, and this is this is in the first five minutes, so I guess it's not a spoiler. I guess no one cares if we spoil this. <laughs> but Roy Harper, yes. who's in Arrow, that's not his real name. I don't know his real name. He gets his arm pinned under the car uh-huh. between the car and the and the and the mountain as yep. he's trying to rescue the girl. And then when they finally lift the car off him, he's like thumbs up, like with his <laughs> like hand that should be just crushed uh-huh. to dust. Sure, like he was under that. For a very long time. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I understand. Yeah. Movie magic. Just mm. believe in it. I thought we'd get more of The Rock's team, but all The Rock did was steal a helicopter they probably could have used to rescue a lot of people to mm. go save his family. Yeah. Which is another thing I didn't like about We'll get the to movie. that in spoilers in a second. Yeah. I, have a, I have had a thought about that. Sure. Uh, okay. Story. Nothing to speak of. Yep. Uh, Yoan Griffith. Yeah, he was in it. I, w- I want to talk about him in spoilers Talk about his spoilers. Well. Yeah. Okay, great. Um... Boy, there isn't really a lot to talk about in this movie, is Margaret, there? Let's spoilers. I like the I like the effects. I thought it was I thought it was mo- yeah. mostly pretty solid. I, l- I thought, thought the like, wave was good. Yeah, I thought the the I thought there were some decent surprises with there was a there was a lot of chaos in there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean there was a lot no of su- rubble. Yeah, there was no surprises in terms of plot or anything no. like that. It's exactly what you'd expect yeah. of a disaster movie. Yeah. If you haven't seen one in a while, you want to, you should probably yeah. see this. Yeah, and I acknowledge that this is not my thing and that's why I didn't like uh-huh. it. If yeah. and I said this in my review, if you like this stuff, you'll like it. Because yeah, yeah. it's it's And again, stuff. if I say, given that I see one every five years, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. There was no scene when they outrun the cold in the corridor. No, that's true. Just they didn't outrun a wave though. Or did they? No spoilers. <laughs> okay, spoilers, spoilers from, now, right, from cool. now on. All right. What What did you want to say about the Rock stealing a helicopter? Uh oh yeah. Um, he's like he would be fired. Forever. Oh, definitely. But but like there'd be a tribunal. His wife calls and says, "I'm in this restaurant. The whole the whole building." Kylie Minogue's down. here. Kylie Minogue's here. We got to get out. And the Rock's like, "Take everybody to the roof." Yeah, and. There's a whole bunch of explosions. Everybody goes down. Yep. Goes down the stairs, which is the bad move, I guess, in this situation. See, we don't know that here because we don't have yeah earthquakes. I don't know the standard. Well, occasionally we practice. have an earthquake, and I and I figure it out because on Twitter somebody goes, 
Did you feel that? Did you feel that? Yeah. And I'm like, no. (laughs) And then it turns out we have a very small earthquake. The one that I actually felt once, I was in one room in my house and my dad was in the other and the room shook for like a second. And I went, I went next door. I'm like, dad, did you feel that? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, oh, well. Sure. And then later, I was and that was before like, <laughs> Twitter, so you didn't even know. <laughs> didn't even know. Um, okay, but anyway, so she sends him. Yeah, everybody goes downstairs, which yeah. is the bad move, apparently. And then she tries to get some people upstairs, but then they die. And Kylie Minogue yeah. goes into a room, and then that room falls off the building, yeah, and she like dies. That, so by the end of it, it's just Carly Gugino getting up to the roof. Yeah. And the Rock's like, "I'm here. I'll save you." And then he just brings down like the pallet. It's got room <laughs> for one person. What was he gonna do if she successfully managed to get everybody onto the roof? That's a very good question. Nothing. He, could he would have, have had anything. to batter everybody else yeah, aside. Yeah, exactly. Or do it individually. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're right. He's very lucky in that scenario. Very lucky, yeah. And so she. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Yoan Grifford, <laughs> I thought... I thought they were going to be like, oh, he's just a reasonable kind that of guy. That is exactly what I thought. And, and, and See, that's, that's a twist. You've been surprised. No, no, no. Gotcha. Because I because th- I've thought initially he'll be a dickhead, and then I was surprised that they're like, oh, they're not going to do that. Uh-huh. That's impressive. Right. And then they just did it anyway. That's true. And I was with my brother when yeah. I saw this, and he said, you mean Yoan Griffith runs, runs off on... Alexander, I thought he Alexander had a concussion. Dado. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. So he wasn't a bad guy. And my brother said, yeah. yeah. I think there was just, I think, I reckon there was a bit of editing on set. Yeah. I think there was a bit of script change on yeah. set. Because I think they were originally going to make him kind of a reasonable guy. Yeah. And that he's he's like, help, you know, this girl is trapped or whatever. And then the security guard he's talking to is killed. Yeah. And then you see him get, get a bit of the tinnitus and the shock, yeah. the shell shock. And then I think maybe they were like, We'll just have him wander off. Yeah. And he's no longer a character in the movie. Like, yeah. he's not a bad guy. Yeah. He's just in no state to help anybody. Yeah. And then I think maybe towards the end, they're like, we don't have a villain in this because yeah. it's a disaster we movie. We need some comeuppance. We, we need some comeuppance for a guy who's a bad bloke. Yeah. And then, so we'll just have you know, and Griffith come in and get killed by a shipping container at the but end. But before that, they had a scene where he pushed a guy into an earthquake. That's true. They, yeah. Like, that, scene, yeah. like uh-huh. that was a point where I was like, oh, no, they are just flat out doing that. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm come up and so there's your, there's your trope <laughs> a guy in a disaster movie a rich guy yeah gets his come up and it's good to the film's credit as well i thought they were going to be like the rock would be going to fight earthquakes or whatever like by punching them like by punching them and his family would be like you're never around dad <laughs> which is ridiculous because like that's an important job right uh-huh. and he needs to go and do that so from the start they're like no we understand that you, you you're busy and you're important uh-huh. like i thought that was good sure so it wasn't just, you didn't come to my football game or whatever. You're doing the, you're doing the arms, you're doing the hands <laughs> on hips there. I am, yeah. Very good. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. So I was happy with that. Where where did that wave come from? Because of the earthquake. Okay, look, I don't know anything about earthquakes. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Or tidal waves. Well, you do now because you've seen the movie San <laughs> Andreas. True. You're right. Don't go downstairs or upstairs. Correct. <laughs> my understanding is if there's an earthquake, there's a fault line shifts. Yep. That can cause a tsunami. Uh-huh. But the fault line was inland. So where did the wave come from? It was such a big earthquake. That what? Wouldn't it have pushed the wave out? No. You don't know anything about earthquakes. I, I know. Clearly. So I'm asking Look, let's just... What I'm it. saying is let's trust the science of the movie San Andreas, all right? Yeah. I saw a thing on Film Drug, which I want to go back and read, where it's like, oh, some scientist has torn apart the, you know, all the stuff in this movie. Uh-huh, it's like, sure. yeah, who cares, whatever. Correct. It's, it's not supposed to be. But I'm just curious as if you knew the answer to that. No, I do not. Excellent. Um, I don't know, man. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just looking through my list here. Uh-huh. Okay, Paul Giamatti. There's a lot of like someone brings Paul Giamatti data uh-huh. and he's like, oh no, there's going to be an earthquake. Yep. Oh my God. And then there's an earthquake. That happened like four times. Uh-huh, sure, right? yeah. yeah. 
And more screen time for Jumani. I agree, he's good, but like, I don't know. It's just. Who cares? This is nothing. It's not, it's just nothing. Correct. This movie is nothing. Very correct, yes. Yeah. Mm, Do I have any other thoughts about it? It's a good thing he made that earthquake predicting, predicting machine the morning of the big earthquake came. Very convenient, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Didn't seem to be enough time in between. To help anyone yeah, at all. That's especially true. the first time. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. remember his friend was downstairs or whatever and he's like, yeah. he's like there's, there's earthquaking. Mm. You better. Yeah, yeah. Paul G. Marty runs funny too. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> um, what else? Was there anything else in this movie? <laughs> My brother also pointed out at the end that relief kind of setup that they had of tents and whatever uh-huh. it wasn't very big for the entire city <laughs> no maybe there's more than one you know so yeah and then the american flag unfurled oh yeah you know that's how they're <laughs> going to rebuild with american ingenuity and know-how yeah, yeah. and elbow grace yeah the director of this i don't think he's done a lot of stuff before this is his first like big-ish kind of movie i can't remember john do you want to know what he's done before sure or do you, i have to look it up okay cool God, I think I can look things up this week yeah last week was a nightmare mm. but you know what nobody cared <laughs> nobody wrote it it was like you idiots well, they did, but that's yeah, that's part of the course, really. Stuff. Yeah. Brad Payton, he's done. Oh, Journey to Mysterious Island. Oh, another The Rock film. Yeah, another The Rock film. The Rock uh, and Roll. Um, Will Ferrell was in there. No, that's no. something. I know. Another one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's not that one. That's fine. Um, Cats and Dogs: The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Mm-hmm. Incarnate, and there's a picture of Aaron Eckhart oh, as sure. I Frankenstein, but I think mm, that's probably incorrect. It's a different movie. So he's done some stuff. Yeah. None of those things I really seem to enjoy. Journey One had Brendan Fraser in it, didn't it? I haven't yeah, seen either right. of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, that's kind of a disaster movie, isn't it? No, <laughs> if it's got Brendan Fraser in it, it's a bloody disaster. <laughs> no, I like him. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. He's good. Well, he was good in The Mummy. He was. Was he yeah. good in The Mummy 2 and 3? It's debatable. <laughs> I don't know. That, I, that's all I have to say about this. Worst movie ever, definitely. There you go. If you don't like this stuff, you won't like it. If you do, you'll mm. think it's one of those movies. I'm going to say best movie ever solely because I'll know it'll annoy you. Nah. I, I Look, I acknowledge that, again, this isn't my thing. Yep. And that's fine. Okay, cool. Some people get angry, though. Yes. <laughs> I said that in my review. Uh-huh. And that's, that's fine. All right, well, moving on. Moving on. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... 
Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Tomorrowland. Mm. I really liked it. Me too. It's, 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 it's received a bit of a pasting yeah. in the media, yeah. I think. Because I was surprised mm, I liked it as much as I did. It's. I don't think it's... This is not a spoiler, I don't think, to say that it's... People of... The, the media have been sort of having a crack at it because it's got a quite a heavy-handed moral yeah. message in it. Yeah. Which is essentially, hey, work hard and be positive. Yeah. That's it. Here's my thinking about it. If this were a Disney Pixar movie and it yeah. were animated, yeah. exactly the same moral lesson, exactly the same except it was CGI, people would be like, this is genius. It's, right. got a, it's got a solid moral lesson you for the kids. You are absolutely and right. it's a family movie. What, it do, you, is a what do you expect? Movie, yeah. But now that because it's live, people are like, this is really, you're really, pre- you're really <laughs> preaching this. Well, yeah, but that's what, that's what all Pixar movies do. It's all yeah. about bloody, you know, you've got your t- childish things, but you've got to move on and live your life or yeah. bloody... You know, family are annoying. You know, that's Toy Story. But you can tell, yeah. Fa- family are annoying, but sometimes that's all you've got. Yeah. Fury 7. Fury 7. I mean, The Incredibles. Or you Bugs know. Life. Yeah, Bugs Life, yeah. But they've all got, yeah. they've all got a moral lesson. In Absolutely. You, you know, kids can take that on board. Completely agree. And it looks great and everybody can enjoy it. Look, it I was, feel the same with this. Yeah, it, look, it wasn't perfect. Yeah. But no, I, we'll I completely agree. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, I don't know, I liked how optimistic it was. Yeah. And how it was kind of like, you know, you could just do something about what's wrong instead of standing around with your fucking hands in your pockets or whatever. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like that. That's a good That's a good message. Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. This this cost $190 million. Okay, sure. Which is fairly evident, I would say. Yes, by, by for what, the most part. For the most part, yeah. It only pulled in, like, slightly more than John Carter's $30 million. So this is John Carter, which is wow, not a good Wow, that's a thing. bad sign. <laughs> yeah. 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 And which, you know what? I want to go back and watch John. I've never seen it. Yeah, neither So I. I want to go back and actually see what it's... After this, I'm like, maybe John Carter's not that bad. Probably isn't that bad. Mm. But we'll never know. <laughs> You're right. 
Because it didn't make that much money, so we didn't see it. Look, I haven't seen John Carter. I'm just going to say this. It cannot be worse than Avatar. That's true. Yeah. And I, that's that's me not having seen it. So right. it, pro- it could very well uh-huh. be. So I guess we'll talk about the story. Yep. We didn't really talk about the story for San Andreas, did we? Doesn't matter. There's a disaster. You get it. There's a, there was a bloody disaster and we had to deal with it. There was an yeah. earthquake. You know, yeah. who cares? You can see it from the... You see that you've seen the trailer. If you've seen the poster. You know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in this world, the world's like modern day Earth or whatever. It's gone to shit as it kind of has at the moment. It's modern day Earth. It's sure. modern day Earth. Yeah. But also there exists this other world. Mm. which was kind of established it's not really it's around the turn of the century it's not established uh-huh. where it is or it, or it is later yep. or what it is but basically it's the best and the brightest go there and they've built this utopia for scientists and artists and the it's, best it's free of it's free of politics yeah. and and human error exactly hypothetically it's, speaking it's free of australian politicians wanting to kill johnny depp's dogs correct <laughs> so excellent and so we follow Casey, yep. who's a teenage girl yep. whose father is an engineer. She's 25 if she's a day. She is 20. She's, she's literally <laughs> oh, 25. You nailed that. She's literally, I looked it up. She's literally 25. Great. Uh, but she plays a teenage girl yeah. whose father is an engineer who worked for NASA, yep. but they're dismantling the Cape Canaveral NASA launch yep. site. And so she- It's one of my faves. Yeah. It's no, one of the best know. launch sites. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So she in- a way that is exactly reminiscent of Garrett Hedlund's character in Tron Legacy <laughs> is is suiting up in like a like all black yeah and like a motorcycle helmet and driving out on a motorcycle to it's her legacy yeah to the launch site and sort of sabotaging it every you know every couple of days yeah. and then they re you know they re put together their dismantling machines yeah. I guess <laughs> um and she's she's fighting against the inevitability that this space program is being shut down yeah. Because she likes the possibility of it, and Nasra like, nah, who cares? exactly, yeah. So she's she's in class, and you see people like all the teachers are like, global warming's killing us, the uh-huh. ecosystems upside yes. down, and whatever. And she's like, why? We know this. Why yeah, don't yeah. we do something? And um, so she gets arrested for doing this. That's yep. in the trailer. Yep. Uh, and then, but in when she gets her possessions back, one of the possessions is a pin. Yep. With a T on it. Yep. And when she touches it. She sees tomorrow. She's immediately land. killed. Yes. Yeah, she <laughs> End of movie. Ten minute yeah. movie. It's probably why it's not making any money. Yeah. And that that's 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 it. And that's, that's I, if you don't know anything about it, I'd say that's all you probably need to know. So you probably need. I to want know. to talk about why I may have tanked. Okay. Later. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and also, George Clooney is in it. Yep. He he was his child prodigy. He was a child prodigy in the sixties. Yeah. Named Frank Walker. Yeah. Bonus joke if you're an Australian, because <laughs> Frank Walker owns a discount tile store. Hello! He, uh, yeah, he, Frank Walker from National Tiles. Correct, and it has a series of, they're like bathroom tiles or floor tiles or whatever, and he has a series of, he has a relent, I would call it a relentless series of radio ads. Relentless is the ad. That he records right. himself where he opens with, Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. And then he then he advertises all these various tiles that are $5 per meter. So Didn't every you time. Say you had a recurring nightmare where you turn over and Frank Walker's. He's in my bed, yeah. He's like, Hello. Correct. Yeah. That's, thank you for bringing that up. I'd forgotten that until you mentioned it. But anyway, every time his name is mentioned in the movie, mm. if you're Australian, little bonus joke. Yeah. So if you're on the fence and you like jokes aren't there really but reference a guy who owns a tile store. Probably only in, that's played in Melbourne. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. probably true. It's very regional. Yeah. Anyway, he was a child prodigy in the 60s. Yeah. That, is it a spoiler to say he was 
he he made it to Tomorrowland, but then no, not really. And and then he's out for whatever he's out, reason. And then so yeah. we find him, and he's sort of this bitter recluse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, okay, plot. Uh, oh, what have you got there on your little that's list? That's the plot. Yeah, that is the plot. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. straightforward, more or less. I guess you should know going into this, and I I knew this that there's not as much Tomorrowland as you'd think. Yeah, that's very true. Actually, yeah, yeah. which didn't actually bother me. Maybe it's because I knew that going yeah. in. Also, what number of film is this based on a Disneyland? Like property, because Tomorrowland oh, okay. is an actual. Yeah, yeah. It was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, okay, we can go. We can do this. Uh-huh. Um, Tower of Terror. There was not. Was there a Tower there of Terror was a, movie? With a Steve. Um, what's the dude's name from Police Academy? Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. It's a Tower huh. of Terror movie. Yeah. Uh, Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, John Carter of Mars. Space Jam. There you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just, yeah, but uh, this is another one. What, it's what's at least your, three. Yeah, I listened to a podcast a while ago because Tomorrowland is, you know, it was. It's Disneyland, sort of. Well, the tomorrow. Yeah, it's well the tomorrow, and, they, and it's all the the you know the future architecture, which is now retro yeah. architecture and stuff like that. Brad Bird loves that. Have yeah. you noticed that? It's an aesthetic yeah, used in a lot yeah, of yeah, films. Yeah, totally. Anyway, sorry, and right. it's a and it's a you know and there's apparently because I've not been I've been to Euro Disneyland, which is not the same thing. Uh, You're a dickhead. I know, but <laughs> but there was there's apparently like you know a section of like future technology and stuff like oh, yeah. that where they sort of you know show people what's coming up next kind of thing yeah. but uh, i heard a podcast about somebody who who worked at one of those mm. and apparently the technology didn't keep up so like with the real world because there wasn't the budget to do that there wasn't the budget to refresh it every and, and technology marches on faster than you so it was like you'll have televisions in your hands yeah so it'd be like yeah so it'd be like she'd she'd be like and this is a f- mobile phone that takes pictures, and people would just be taking photos of it with their <laughs> mobile phones. You know? But you know what? That would work if you were like, "This is like a retro." Yeah, I guess so. A retro future, but that's yeah. that's not what it uh-huh. clearly was. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's hilarious. Anyway, that's ultimately the only reason why I brought up that yeah. it's based on a ride. Oh, okay, I wanted to cool. shoehorn that in. I guess speaking of that, I loved that kind of retro future kind of world mm. that. Which, again, as I said, it's in, like, in Brad Bird's movies, they do a lot of this. The Iron Giant does it. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredibles also does it as well. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I just, I love, I love the, I love, I don't know, I love that aesthetic. And I feel like he obviously does too. Oh, yeah, it's kind definitely. of something he brings into, mm-hmm. into all of his, into all of his movies. What do you think of the effects though, in general? 99% great. What's the one? Uh, there's some green screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is that with this bit? No, that's pretty good. Okay. That bit. Yeah. But okay, it's not a secret to say that eventually some people make it to Tomorrowland. Spoiler alert. But there's a, there's a moment where they arrive mm. and it's cl- very clearly bad green screen. Okay, sure. It's, it does not look good. But everything else. Including Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Looks great. Great CGI. Yeah. So good. His hair's getting thicker. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Something's going You're on. You're saying there. that's suspicious. Okay, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, but I like the way it, because it does kind of jump back and forth between Tomorrowland and Earth uh-huh. in, in different time periods and whatever, mm-hmm. either through the pin or through flashbacks or whatever. And I, and sure. I, I think you get enough of Tomorrowland that it's good. It's, it's yeah. It's not like Drive, the movie, where there was very little drive. I was in, so upset by that. And you should sue the makers of Drive. <laughs> nah, yeah, there was enough movie. Tomorrowland to satisfy your cravings for I Tomorrowland. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone's good in it. Clooney's great. Clooney is uh, sort of playing against type. Yep, sure. As a, he's more Harrison Ford than he is Clooney. Yeah, he's very grizzled. They could have gotten Harrison Ford. Mm, he couldn't have done the optimism at the end. That's a good point. <laughs> they could have just gotten some old footage of young Harrison <laughs> You're Ford right, yeah. and aged it. <laughs> um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that like, we talked about this last week. Brad Bird nearly left this to make Star Wars. And I'm right. glad he didn't, even though this didn't tank. But one of the reasons he didn't leave mm-hmm. was because Clooney 
was committed to this as well. Yeah. And he's like, well, we got Clooney and, uh-huh, yeah. and I want to, you know, that, that's a big get. So yeah, yeah, I don't want to, you know, disappoint Clooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of the reason people, no, no, you know, I'll talk about that later. Okay. The girl's good. Britt Robertson. Britt Robinson, yeah. She's in Under the Dome. April 18, 1990, age 25. There you go. <laughs> there you go, Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hugh Laurie's great. So wait, you're saying she's great, but she's obviously an adult. That's what I'm saying. Did that annoy you? No, because, nah, it's fine. Okay, cool. I'm just kind of used to it. Mm. Hugh Laurie's good. The girl was good. I can't remember her name. Athena. The girl. Athena, she was really good as well. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, are people not, I know Damon Lindelof wrote this. Okay. Who did Lost. Right. So I can understand, for me as well, I went into this going, ah, oh, Lindelof, hmm. And he did Prometheus. Okay, sure, yeah. And I guess you could say that the ending to this and where it goes, you, you might not be happy with it necessarily. There are, now that you mention it, yeah. now that you mention it, Lindelof, and yeah. as a avowed non-fan of Lost. Uh, <laughs> you took that oath. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I got a pin. Um, if you think about it afterwards, there are an extraordinary number of loose ends. Yeah which they will not resolve in a sequel because there won't be a sequel. No, I don't think there would have been one even if this was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a standalone, it's a one. Yeah. Unless it did Pirates of the Caribbean money mm. and then there might be another Tomorrowland. But even then, Brad Bird's not really a sequel guy. Mm. Like, they've been pushing him to do Incredibles 2 and he's only now kind of like... Oh, he's always been like, yeah, I might do it if I get an idea, but he's uh-huh. never been... Yeah. Let's. He's always like, if I have an idea, I'll, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, like, I th- plot-wise, I think it's fairly solid. Yeah. But again... Yeah, we'll get to it in spoilers. Yeah. There's, there's some you, you do have questions if you think about if you think about the context of the movie. You think about Tomorrowland as a as a place, mm. you know, as that is connected to Earth yeah. in whatever way. You do have questions about definitely. A lot of I'm gonna pee. I'll be back. In a All second. right, I'll be here. Do you want me to read tweets while you're gone? Yeah, read tweets. <laughs> it's a world of laughter and a world of tears. It's on your right. He's been here before. He knows. Okay, here we go. Reading tweets. Jesse Wheeler says, Chappie or ex machina? Uh, definitely ex machina. Didn't hate Chappie, but nah, no good. Nah, it's not that bad. Brandon, Brandon says, An opinion video on six contenders for Spider Man in the MCU. I'm going to do a Spider Man video when it when they eventually announce a casting, which I think it'll be Ace of Butterfield. Then, yeah, I'll do like one of those actors who would have been Spider Man or whatever. So I'll, uh, I'll do that. Uh, what do we got here? Anthony. You guys better talk about Kung Fury in next week's podcast. It's amazing. I have seen it. I don't know if Mason says when he. I'll, I'll um. I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll, I'll, it's coming up later. I wrote it down or something. Lewis says, "Support another group of rad Aussies, Sans Pants Radio and Mr. Sunday Movies. They're awesome." I will. I am. Oh no, he's talking to other people. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Mason and I are on. Um, there's a Weekly Planet. Uh, Plumbing the Death Star crossover this week. Um, it's on iTunes. I think it's called Plumbing the Planet or something. I don't know. It'll be on iTunes if you type in. Sans Pants or Weekly Planet. It'll, it'll come up probably. Who knows? Uh, what do we got here? Frey the Black says, I'm supporting Mr. Sunday Movies at Patreon. Thank you, Frey the Black. Tom Murphy says, Galoshes. Well done, Tom. You made it to the end. Uh, from uh, Liam or LLIM. Uh, you talk about it, but never at length. Can you do a Black Mirror episode, please? Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe when they release the next episode, we'll do we'll do a full Black Mirror one. Great show. This is from Jay Pafo. Hey, how come your shirt doesn't say what if you're looking for something better than shooting up your butthole? That's actually pretty good. What do you think, Mason? <laughs> I agree 1,000%. You seen Kung Fury? No, people were going to... No, we'll have, talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm back. That was the increasingly <laughs> and worryingly recurring segment. James reads out tweets while Mason pees. 
<laughs> Nothing wrong with Maybe that. Maybe I've got a problem. You know what, though? It's good to keep hydrated. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. All right, here we go. What are we up to? Let's just talk spoilers. Oh, look. Okay, before we get into spoilers, this is de- definitely best movie ever for me. What about you? I'm going to say best movie ever. I enjoyed it a lot. And I'm going to say I liked its optimism. Me too, Why yeah. Why can't more things be optimistic? Well. I think if more kids... I, I, I think this could be, I don't know, an inspiring kind of film for kids and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Lame. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> spoilers. All right. Hang on. Anything else? Uh, No, that'll do it. All right. Great. Uh, anything you want to spoilers talk about? Uh, okay, here's the thing. Mm. Here's one of the here's one of the loose ends. Yes. That well, it's not a, it's not a loose end. It's a it's a if once the movie's over, you do question why it happens. The method by which somebody it, actually it was it was slightly confusing as to how you actually get to Tomorrowland. Okay. Yeah. And what he, what is what is actually going to Tomorrowland? What is just a preview of Tomorrowland? Yeah. So when you hold the pin, yeah, what you see is essentially an interactive preview of Tomorrowland. Yeah, it's like a recording. Yeah. That is ludicrous. <laughs> the method by which you inform somebody that Tomorrowland exists is utter nonsense. Because first, you have to get the pin. Athena has to find the person they're going to give the yeah. pin to, right? She has to observe them. She has to take a sample of their DNA, yep. in this case, the hair, yep. so it only functions for them. Correct. Right? She, she programs the pin. Then she sneakily gives it to them. And without instructing them at all as to how it works or what is going to happen to them, she... She gives them the pin. She leaves. Yeah. And then they touch the pin. And freak out. And they freak out, right? And they end up in this interactive virtual world yeah. preview of Tomorrowland. And when you move around in that world, you also move... Like, it's overlaid on the real world. Yeah. So when you move in that... Into it's like the, the virtual, Oculus Rift. Yeah. So when you move in that virtual world, you also live... You also move in the real world. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I've used up all my pins. You know why she's used up all the pins? <laughs> because everybody... Who she gave one to died. <laughs> like fell down a flight of they, stairs. And well, broke exactly. Their neck. So, <laughs> like they walked into a, an ocean and they got caught in a rip, or they fell down a manhole, or whatever. Because you don't. Like I guess the point is that you have to be smart enough to figure out how it works yeah. before you die. But <laughs> exactly what happens? She falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Casey falls down a flight of stairs and she nearly dies. Which she cracks her head on like a concrete wall. Um. We, she nearly drowns. Yeah. We we've talked about in the past one of the things that I like in movies yeah. is looking at a, a a situation yeah. where somebody will take a hit that in a real world situation would clearly kill them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie I think has a record number of those. <laughs> so we've got Casey falling down the floor. Like I reckon every on average maybe every ten minutes somebody takes a hit that would definitely yeah. kill them. Yeah. So to Casey falls down the stairs, you can definitely die from that. Absolutely. Um right at the start we see little George Clooney. Yeah. He puts on his little jetpack. Yeah. And he flies through like a like a field. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he cracks like his entire body <laughs> like bounces across the ground yeah. like four times. Yeah. Like at hun- like, like if, 100 if he was Superman, that would be like, yeah, well, he's Superman. Yeah, but he's but... not. He's a little kid dead four times in a row. There's a, there's a whole bunch of those. <laughs> that would have just kept going, just dragging his body. Yes. <laughs> breaking yeah, exactly. more limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Other than that, it was pretty good. But if it was a Pixar movie... Yeah, people were like, oh, I've yeah. done it again. Yeah, you're absolutely Wacky right. Wacky slapstick. Yeah, I liked little George Clooney, actually. Yeah. I thought he was really good. He was reminiscent of big George Clooney. Do you think there is any chance he'll grow up to look like George no, Clooney? No, no. No, no. No, absolutely not. That never happens. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're mm. right. You know what, though? I, I liked the reveal of, of what Tomorrowland was. And, and, I liked you know that, I mean? too. Yeah. I thought that there was not enough exploration of what Tomorrowland was now. 
Yes, like because it's run down, but you don't know why. Sort yeah, of. So, yeah, so when when you touch the pin, you see a, a preview of what Tomorrowland mm. either could be or was for a while but isn't anymore. Mm. And then when they finally make it to Tomorrowland, it looks like sort of this rundown amusement park, yeah. which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. And I thought there was going to be some sort of revelation that they had some technology, but politics had torn it all apart. Yeah, now sure. most of it didn't work, and maybe that's what maybe did that was happen. true. But we didn't. When we got to Tomorrowland, all we saw was Hugh Laurie, yeah. and some guards who were probably robots, who could have potentially been robots, or almost certainly robots. Right at the end, mm. we see they've built some more Athena-like children, yeah, and they're going to send them out into the world, yeah, and we see some adults behind them, yes, which are presumably the the denizens of Tomorrowland. Well, they've got bloody Billy Ray Cyrus is there as well. It's not his name. <laughs> the, her dad, who's a country singer, isn't he? Right, yeah. And he's there as well. Okay, so is it potentially the only person left is Hugh Laurie? We, see, we don't get don't enough know. information. I mean, I, I, I'd presume no, but right, uh-huh. they, you're right. They never clarified that. I, I, look, I, just, I assumed that the reason that it's been run down is because they stopped bringing people in. Oh, okay, sure. I, sure. I, don't, I don't know whether that's true, uh-huh. but I felt like... yeah. There was a bit like where I was like, did I miss something? Like, right, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, exactly. But I did really like, we talk about the world building a mm. lot. The idea that, you know, Edison and Tesla and a couple of other guys, yeah. sort of they either. They that either, was Brad Bird as well. As one of the. I think it was Tesla. I might oh, be wrong, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, sorry, go on. I was thinking of him as um, the costume maker in Incredibles. Because <laughs> yeah. that's his voice, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're right. Um, He's I very just assume he looks like that. Like that it was built, they either found this parallel universe or yeah. they built a sort of pocket dimension. Yeah. And then we find in the 60s, you know, they've built these sort of mass scale 3D printing robots and so yeah. they're building the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we get to the end and it's all run down. That's right. That's pretty exactly. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I liked the robots in this as well. No, I'm not talking the human ish robots. Yeah. Their names are actually. The same names that they give the the animatronic robots in Disney. Oh, interesting. I can't remember what the name is. Yeah. But I liked the retro, mm. fighty fighty robots that you yeah, kind yeah, of see yeah. in Tomorrowland as well. Yeah. You know what I did enjoy? What's that? When they go into the store, I think it's is that it's, Key or it's Peel? Keegan? It's, it's Keegan. Keegan yeah. yeah. Who's great? Yeah. And the Catherine Hart. Both those guys are awesome. I loved that store. Just all yes. the stuff in it, or like because you saw like Planet of the Apes and like there was a lot of Star Wars I, stuff in there. Yeah, there was I a lot of cross promotional Star Wars yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. Mm. I I just I don't know because. For me, I like going to those stores. Like, I normally don't buy anything, but I like, like, uh-huh. having a look at all that stuff. And that yeah. was a nice little nod. And it clearly shows that, like, yeah, no, Disney, we have Star Wars. Like, yeah. this is ours. <laughs> we can put as many Star Wars toys in there as we want. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I guess Hugh Laurie put those robots there. Mm. Yeah, I guess Because why were they trying to kill Athena? Because... <laughs> Oh, because they wanted to stop people attempting to go into Tomorrowland, yes, like okay. regular humans from going into Tomorrowland. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because she was decommissioned, was was to be decommissioned, but Correct, her programming yeah. kind of kicked uh-huh. in, and she kept. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they killed a lot of people in this. Yeah, like, it's vaporized. interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> it's not like a bloody explosion. I wonder what the audience, like the the audience demographic, is supposed to be for this movie. Yeah, because it can't be for very young children. No, a lot of people die. They don't get knocked unconscious. They are turned to goo. <laughs> but then again. I think this, at risk of using this word, harkens. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Back to like, you know, in like the 80s and 90s, yep. you could kill a guy in a kid's film and it's fine. Like kids can handle that. Yeah, Do you true. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I, I think there's way too much cotton wool about this kind of things. If uh, It's different if it was like a gooey explosion of blood. Yep. 
then that's different. But uh-huh. th- it's it's a kids' movie. I don't think this is any worse than like the Goonies or right, okay, or yeah. Jumanji or any of that. Uh-huh, sure, uh, Jumanji. There's a man trapped in a. There's a boy trapped in a like fake jungle or something oh, for yeah, like true, four yeah. decades uh-huh, or whatever yeah. it is. But I think that little bit, of, that little edge of terrifying in kids' movies is a good thing. Yeah, and I don't think they give kids enough credit. That's I think why Doctor Who was so successful for kids for a long time because you could. You know, bloody knock off that's, a character or two. Yeah, you know, and that's why you like it so much. No, and don't watch every though. episode. I'm ambivalent. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, you know what? It's also it's it's original. Yes, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, if anything, this is this tanking. It's only going to be superhero movies and disaster movies and Star Wars movies forever. Mm. And look, I think the reason it tanked is, and I think I also read this on Film Drunk, was because this wasn't marketed properly. Like people right. were like weren't aware of it or didn't know what it was, and I like Clooney, but Clooney's not a draw card. You don't put Clooney in a kids film and then kids go, "Oh my god, it's my favorite actor, George, George Clooney. Clooney." Correct. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You put a Jonas brother. Exactly. That's a, that's an outdated <laughs> reference. I don't know who came after Bieber. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know who you'd put in his place or how you would market it. Maybe you push the more fantastical elements of it but even then maybe kids were disappointed or people were disappointed that there wasn't enough Tomorrowland in it yeah it's tough to know what kids like isn't Hard, it isn't you know it? what I mean yeah <laughs> if the you're kids a kid like, yeah what do you like the kids tell like, us the kids like zipping around on jetpacks I don't know yeah I bloody don't know yeah 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 but yeah you're right though I didn't even think if this was a Pixar movie yeah yeah it would have made a billion dollars oh you know what uh, it just occurred to me classic Disney trope. Yeah. Uh, where's Casey's mum? Okay. Dead, yeah. probably. Where's George Clooney's parents? He abandons them. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he goes to Tomorrowland. He stays there until the 80s. It looks like, He stays yeah. there for 20 years because he's kicked out in 1984. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what Did they worry about it? Just in time for the goodies. Yeah. Did they? Like, I, I, I don't I know. assume his, his parents are dead. Him. Yeah. Oh, did is that was his that, dad hated oh, him? Oh, that's right, it was too. Yeah, yeah but yeah. so I guess they just didn't feel the need to address it because yeah. his dad hated him. But he didn't. We didn't see his mom. Presumably well, dead. I, I don't understand a dad who's like, "Don't build that. You're an idiot." My dad would be like, "Don't kill yourself with that right, jetpack." Right, right. He yeah. wouldn't be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. What yeah. kind of dad yeah, yeah. is that? Yeah, <laughs> I guess people. Some people have bad dads, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that was very sobering. All of a sudden, why is it that? What is the premise behind all Disney characters having? Dead parents. I think it's sympathy and relatability. Is it? Th- yeah, mate. Yeah. Not relatability. That's no. It's more. Well, you sympathy. know what I think it is, and there's there's pr- people have probably written articles on this before. People better than you. Yeah, better than me, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> go a dumb on. podcast. Is it because the kids always go on an adventure? Yeah. And if their parents are alive, you couldn't. Like the parents would say, "Well, don't go out there and don't yeah, yeah. risk your life." Okay, sure. And so, if the kids go out there and do it anyway, yeah, it's implied that disobeying your parents is a fun, wild ride and is a positive <laughs> okay. outcome. Yeah. So that in the sixties, they would have been all about be good to your parents or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Tell, do what they tell you to do, right? But if the parents are dead, you can go on an adventure and there's no one to disapprove. You can go right into a bloody Tomorrowland. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dead parents. What's the deal? What's going on there? <laughs> don't, I can't. I can't uh, help you. Uh-huh. So the Eiffel Tower was a rocket. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, it was very reminiscent of, we shouldn't put this pre-spoilers, but it was very reminiscent to me of the video game Bioshock. Harkens back. It did harken back. We, we could harken back earlier to the podcast. But by that, I mean you can edit this, this back in, but you won't. Um, did you ever play Bioshock? Yeah. yeah. I didn't finish it. But that was really good, though. Yeah, I know, I know. And I also played Infinite 
which I think is probably even more reminiscent. Yeah, of. it's sort of it's sort of people who've ex- eccentric billionaires slash scientists who yep. decided to uh, separate from the rest of society yeah. and build their own. Yeah, but I think especially the first Bioshock where. You know, it's even, there's even a little elevator. Absolutely, you know? yeah, there is. Yeah, into you're right. Rapture you're, slash Tomorrowland. You're, abs- you're absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm that, but I really like Bioshock. And really, I'm yeah. not saying it's a. I'm not saying it was a ripoff. I'm saying I think that's not a coincidence. Oh, yeah, I might because even like the middle of the because that elevator is just in the middle of water, like Rapture. Yeah. It's kind of it's a bit of both because when they get to Tomorrowland at the end, it's kind of run down like the world of Rapture. Uh-huh. But at the start, when it's all buzzing and going, it's like. Bioshock Infinite, because yes. that world is buzzing and going, and, and yeah, there's it's a functioning world for, for a while. Um, here's one of those potholes I was talking about. Not a yeah. pothole. Here's one of the questions I have. Little George Clooney, little Clooney, yeah. he gets in the elevator, and they're like, "Put on your helmet, otherwise you'll be seriously injured." And he can't reach the helmets. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they have seatbelts? That's, that's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a question for you. I mean, it's again one of those tests. If you don't make it through, right? Okay, then your bone you're not de- worthy. Your bone density isn't good enough for Tomorrowland. Yeah. Then they just they just stop the elevator in the middle, in between the real world and Tomorrowland, and they just turf you right out. It did nothing. Got a weird, yeah, weird limbo. Yeah, <laughs> that Tomorrowland also felt a little bit like Thor: The Dark World. We sort of you know fleshed out Asgard, and it's this. You can only get this. It's it's not quite. It's not it's not another planet. It's not quite. I think Asgard is another planet. Is it though? I think it's a realm. I think it's, it's a so- pocket dimension. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't Maybe, you can get you know, there you're without- probably right. Mm. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah, I think you are. Mm. Don't send letters. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I don't. No, no, I want an essay on the, di- <laughs> the the similarities and differences between Asgard and Tomorrowland. If I could have that, that'd be great. By tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Look, I, I can't say. I know a lot of people hated this. Yeah. And have hated it. I've even got a letter here. Do you want me to read this? Yes. Uh, can I give you another plot hole? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, here's the question, and I we said this pre-spoilers. Mm. That it leaves you with a lot of questions about how Tomorrowland relates to the regular world. Yeah. What is? Why don't? Why doesn't the? Why don't the people of Tomorrowland offer any of these technologies to Earth? I'm presuming because they didn't. Like I understand that they, you know, they've got they've got guns that can disintegrate a person. They wouldn't yeah. give those to because you can't give someone a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, like you can you can't give them the jetpack or the laser gun or the teleporter even because sure. they'd be used in war. You can give him the shake that keeps him alive. That's forever. what I'm saying. Okay. Hugh Laurie drinks a shake every morning that gives him eternal youth. Surely they have other medical technologies, or they can fix. Because at one point, uh, Hugh Laurie's like, "This world has both starvation and obesity yeah. in the same world." What? Yeah. Surely, you could give them any kind of. Do they have? Is do they have a complete non-intervention policy? I think that's what it's become. Right. Okay. And I, I think when George Clooney invented a machine, if you haven't seen this, I guess he invents a machine. No, we're in spoilers. It's we're in spoilers, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm saying it in case you, you're listening and you haven't watched it. Uh-huh. He invents a machine which basically ruins Tomorrowland and Earth. Sure. Yeah. Whereas it predicts the future, and you can see any point in time, past or present, and the Earth is going to end in whatever this year is. Oh uh-huh, yeah. And what were we even talking about before that? <laughs> Plot holes. <laughs> I don't even remember where I was going with that. But so, so I guess, and they're, and they're like, why interfere? It's yeah. done. Uh-huh, sure. So I'm okay. assuming that's what it is. Also, they don't like Earth. Yeah, because it's full of jerks. It's full of jerks. And I can understand that. Like, I wouldn't well, be Well, Hugh Laurie doesn't. <laughs> no. Presumably all the other, potentially Clooney all the other. Clooney doesn't like Earth either. Sorry? Clooney doesn't like that's Earth. That's true, yeah. He's got his, little, team up, yeah. his little bloody house. Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so in the end, I just want to talk this out. The machine 
was basically he set it to broadcast the end of the world in people's heads. Yep. And people just ate that up. Sure. Yeah. And they kept making media and video video games, movies, and whatever. Did they set to broadcast or did it accidentally broadcast? I think he did it. Oh, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, yeah he did. Fairly, it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what's setting about the end of the world. I thought that was really interesting because that really. That ex- not explains because it's not an actual explanation. It does take humanity off the hook for being dicks. Though, it does. It? it does. Yeah. But but I like that kind of explanation where it's kind of like, yeah, we are obsessed with like the end of the world and everybody's seemingly hanging out for the zombie apocalypse. And this is a movie about the end of the world. Exactly. Ironic yeah. much. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I Again, I like they turned around. It became optimistic. It's like not everything's doom and gloom. Fucking lighten up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I That's mean? That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... And and this to me as well, and this is unrelated. Like, it it, it puts questions in people's minds. Like, why don't we have an electric car yeah, or yeah. and and a, a sustainable source of fuel for anything? Why are we? Why do we know that we shouldn't be cutting down the rainforest or whatever? But people still do. I don't. I don't mean to get into this. This is about. This is about. But Ooh. but I think that that's the right kind of message to be sending people. Yeah. Not like make a bunker because everybody's going to kill you. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, can have yeah. both. Yeah. Why can't things be optimistic and the future's not all yeah. fucked, basically? I read, an, I read an article on Boing Boing the other day, oh, yeah. boingboing.net, yes. about activism and, yeah. like, you know, cyber activism and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like, well, active, you know, activists do what they do because they believe that if they do that, they, they might enact some positive change, mm. you know? Yeah. So why not? Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Mm. Anyway. Yeah. I don't Pretty mean good. Get, look, and maybe that's why I liked it. You're just an old softie at heart, maybe aren't you? I am. Yeah. Courtney Heck has written in. You know her. Yeah, I know. She's great. Yeah. She said the movie was fine. One of our best listeners. One of our best. I'm going to put my foot... <laughs> I'm going to say one of our best. In your face, everybody else. Yeah, that's right. She said the scenes with Clooney and the girl were weird. Like the robot girl. Oh, because there's... Uh, I think there was a lot of potential for it to be weird. Yeah. But I don't think it was that weird. I didn't... Because the girl's a robot. Yeah. It's kind of... It's a little bit, to use your phrase, you just said off the hook. In a way, it is kind of weird, I guess. Uh-huh. It She's- is off the hook. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I thought they had good chemistry, but no, I can understand how you could see that as, yeah, that's a bit, uh-huh. that's a bit off. Because he grew up and she didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I liked that bit at the end where she was like, you're just not very funny. Yeah, like, that, was fun, that, yeah. was, uh-huh. that was good. Yeah. Anyway, do you want me to read this letter here from I'd Peter? I'd love to you, for you to read a letter the that I listened to with my ears. I've just jumped in the middle of this letter. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie was terrible. My wife turned to me early on and said, does it seem slow? To which I replied, I think it's a slow burn. Uh-huh. Where was I wrong? Uh, there was not enough of the Tomorrowland, as implied by the trailer. I found the pot convolted. Or convoluted. convoluted. I do mean that. You can do a quick edit. It'll be fine. <laughs> and boring. The visual spectacular, uh, spectacle lacking and the premise overcomplicated. At the end, when I was uh, waiting to see who wrote the film, I saw the name that I was thought was familiar. I jumped on Wikipedia, which everyone in the cinema was, while everyone in the cinema was leaving, and my wife was waking up and confirmed my suspicions. It was one <laughs> of the writers from Lost, David Lindelof. I was once a fan of the Lost Finale. I've hated myself ever since. So, yeah. <sighs> All those criticisms are valid, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That yeah. Again, uh, I thought that I thought there were some special effects. There was definitely some special effects. I think I th- I think that there were some. They weren't plot holes, strictly speaking, mm. because the movie still works. Yeah, it's just post the movie ending. Yeah, there's some big questions about where it's going to go. Yeah, like what are they going to do? Are they going to completely change this world? It's kind of if you've got a whole bunch of you know, these robot kids and you send them out into the real world and yeah. said, hey, get everybody to think positive and, and build technology or whatever yeah. and work hard. Jetpacks. Then that would be 
you know, that would be a positive change in the world. But also, they also have vast, incredible technology. Mm. So surely those robot children could just t- take the technology out of the world. Yeah. Like, why don't they? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, you say what I'm saying? I completely agree. They've, they've got enough... It, it's all game-breaking technology. Mm. And so you can say, hey, work out and be... You know, work hard and, and stay positive and you'll fix the world. Yeah. Or you could just send the technology out of the world and that would fix the world. But I don't even, I don't think it would. Right. I think, I think you've got to change the mindset of people. Oh, I see what it's you're saying. Like, it's like handing someone a gun and be like, only shoot bad people. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't have a gun on you, I do you? Oh, that's a shame. Because I was, I was all fired up to shoot some bad people. I will judge whether they're good or bad and then I will shoot them. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I think it, it's not just handing somebody a magic wand. Yeah, totally. I think it's about changing the mindset. And maybe, mm, it's hard to say. You know, mm. let's just hope there's not zombies yeah. at the end of the day. Mm. Look, I, th- I think it's great. Me too. I enjoy I, it. But I understand if you don't. And look, I hope people don't go see this on our recommendation and then hate us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know what? It's a movie. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Move on with your life. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Definitely. I hope people do see it on a recommendation. Okay. Yeah. Good. Best movie ever. Best movie ever. Yeah. Good fun. Underrated. Mm. Maybe this is one of those ones that will come around. In a few years. Like John Carter has. And everyone has seen it and loves it. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. Mm. After, I'm watching that now. Yes. Not now. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what it's time for? What's it time for? What we reading? Oh, what we going to read. Ba, 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 ba. No, I'll, do the re- I'll put the real one in. Ba, 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 ba. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, I'm reading. Hang on. Where are we? I'm reading a comic, a book. Mm. Hang on, give me one second. I'll give you two seconds. No, you give me heaps of seconds. Do you want me to talk while you're yeah, looking? Go ahead. All right. Yeah, I've um got a um I'm going to see a documentary this week called Montage of Heck, which is about oh, the Nirvana. Kurt, Kurt and Courtney yeah. documentary. Um, Kurt Cobain, Nirvana. Yeah, I like Nirvana. Mm. I want to go see it. Oh yeah. There hasn't been a I don't think there's been a proper Nirvana documentary with the actual music in, like a cinematic one. Oh sure, okay. There was a there was a series on TV here a few years back where they went through the history of popular music, uh-huh. and that, a lot of it. There was a section which focused on grunge and Nirvana and, uh-huh. and that kind of era. But I'd, I'd like to see a whole lot of that. I was having this conversation with someone the other day, actually, unrelated. Uh-huh. When say rock stars die now, yep. you know where everything Kurt, Kurt Cobain's ever written down, or every photograph he's taken, or every tape that he's recorded is now out there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, people are just gonna. Take like Amy Winehouse's Facebook and just go. Here you go, everybody. <laughs> Have much. a look at this. Yeah. Like, is that what's going to happen now? I think so. Okay. So She's when been you dead die, a really long time. If that hasn't happened already. Yeah, I, I know. But Kurt Cobain stuff wasn't all released straight <laughs> Let's away. Let's say one of the Jonas Brothers. When one of the Jonas Brothers dies. <laughs> when Nicholas Jonas brother. Mm-hmm. That's one of them, right? Yeah. 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 Do you think that's going to get to that point though? I would say so. Yeah. Because mm, yeah. but you leave a big digital footprint or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's all out there anyway. Mm. Now, I think. I think the era. I think this era is already. I think it's all very. Uh, I think the era is already gone. Like I think Kurt okay. Cobain's one of the few people that still has undiscovered stuff. Yeah. To take out in the world, like everybody else. Like who shot him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're one of those people. Mystery. Who, do you think it was his no, wife? No, he did. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I think every other artist right now, you know, they put every photo they take on Instagram yeah. and every, you know, every note and every bloody blah, blah. It's all up there. So I think. When somebody dies, eventually somebody will hack their phone or whatever yeah. and release their Evernote notes or yeah, whatever, or their like or some, one of their friends on Facebook, you know, with with their assumed name, will release that. Yeah, yeah, and all the you know, take a screen grab and put that up or whatever. Yeah, but other than that, nah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Just before you go, yes. yours, Guns and Roses or Nirvana? I have to pick one. Yeah, Nirvana. Good. Ah, oh, good question. That's 
stuff than I thought. Now that I think about Look, it, Look, it's unfair because Guns N' Roses kept going, sort of. Yeah, they, <laughs> so sure, they sure kind of did. <laughs> yeah, and I also I have extreme distaste for Axl Rose. Uh-huh. I think he's a massive dickhead. Okay, I understand. And look, Kurt Cobain may have been, but he didn't live that long, uh-huh. so we'll yeah. never know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I like Dave Grohl. Yeah. Seems like a pretty stand-up dude. Yeah. There's a story in, I think it's Slash's autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Where they were, you know, they were just starting out. Mm. You know, they just sort of broken big. Yeah. Going Guns N' Roses. And Slash, and I think one of the other guys, mm. Duff, is he a guy? I think. Duff yep. McKagan, I think, was in sure, yeah. Guns N' Roses. Anyway, they were both they were both living in a place which was like, a, you know, like a like a rented storage space or something like sure. that, you know, with like a roller door on it. Yeah. And anyway, one of them was having sex with a groupie. Like right. They were both there at the time. <laughs> okay. And like he finished and some got on the other guy and the other guy's like, man, we've got to get a bigger place. <laughs> so that's, that's worth, that's worth the story. I think <laughs> that's horrendous rock and roll. Didn't the, the last time that Axl Rose and Slash spoke. Yeah. I think, Axel Rose insulted his mum or attacked his mum and Slash confronted him about it in the car and Axel Rose jumped out huh. and that's the last time they spoke. That's pretty that great. was in like the early 90s. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Great stuff. Also, there's a you can see this, there's a clip online of Kurt Cobain in an interview talking about how Axel Rose threatened to beat him up because uh-huh. he was like mocking him at like a award ceremony. He's like, hey, will you be the... The godchild of our baby or whatever. Uh-huh. And Axel Rose is like, I'll kill you or whatever. And right. he's like, ah, you're right. Yeah. So that's Real pretty nice. good. I think Axel Rose takes himself way too seriously. And I know yeah. he was also resentful of... And he had cornrows for a while. <laughs> but he was also resentful like because Nevada was called alternative music. And he's like, well, we're alternative too or whatever. Uh-huh. You're hair metal, mate. <laughs> Calm down. Anyway. Great. Go on, Mason. Oh, I just read uh, the first issue of a book called Injection. Okay. Which is by Warren Ellis, who's one of my favorites. One of your faves. I think I read a book by him last week as well, Matrice. That's yeah, I read that actually. Yeah, I'm in the process. It's great. It's, it's good really stuff. good. Uh, so anyway, this is Warren Ellis and Declan Shalvey who did Moon Knight. Yes. The first run of Moon Knight, and they're on another book. Yeah. Uh, I'll read you the summary. Please from do. Comicsology. It says, Once upon a time, there were five crazy people, and they poisoned the 21st century. Now they have to deal with the corrosion to try and save us all from a world becoming too weird to support human life. Sounds pretty good, right? That does sound it's pretty good. It's kind of a slow burn. Not a lot has happened yet. Okay. But uh, it looks looks pretty good. Something will happen. Yeah. At uh, some point. If you like the if you like Warren Ellis' storytelling, and I do, and if you don't bloody stop listening, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I like it, and yeah. uh, the art's really great. Right. So, what's that called again? It's called Injection. All right then, yeah. let's check it out. Yeah. Um, I just I got here as well. A few people have written about this, including Kyle Jones, Kung Fury. Oh yes, which is yep. this fan funded eighties action movie. Yeah. And look, I'm always skeptical. A very eighties style. Yeah. Very, yeah. And I'm always skeptical of these kind of like. Oh, it's like an intentional B-movie. Because it's everything the internet loves. Exactly. But right. the point of a B-movie the, is that the, they don't know that it's a B-movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The company that made it is called Lazy Unicorn. Yeah. So that's, which is, that is very much a a company built by the internet. Yes, definitely. What the internet love? Lasers and unicorns. Put them together. Look, it's 30 minutes. Yep. And I watched it and it's it's pretty great. Really? Okay, yeah. cool. All right. It's, um, a lot of the stuff's in it's like... You know, like it's it's one of those like Robocop esque cities where crime's just insane. Yep. Like there's a bit where a cop rolls up to like a to like a gang and one of the gang members puts a skateboard on the ground and he like kicks it up and the cop car just like flies off into the right, distance. Right, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's stuff like that. And and there's all like Nazis and zombies and 
Hitler and I don't think there's zombies. So it's all that stuff. Yeah, it's the stuff the internet loves. It's the stuff loves. the internet loves. It's, yeah, okay, but, but it's good. But it's good. Okay, yeah. cool. And the, and the kung fu and action in it is also quite good and special effects. So, Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a cop that's got a triceratops head. So nice. Okay. He is a triceratops. Worth the price of admission, which is free because it's which on YouTube. Which is free. It's on YouTube, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, okay, I'm going to check that out. Got, a, uh, em- that, got an email from here from Connor mm-hmm. for what he's reading. Recently, I was listening to another podcast. What? I know. Says, sorry for my podcasting infidelity. Good. <laughs> Called uh, Distraction Pieces. Cheating Connor. <laughs> by uh, Scroobius Pip. In, oh, yeah. co- in conversation with everyone's favorite madman, Alan Moore. Oh, in yeah. the podcast, Moore talks about a lot of interesting things that have happened in his career. In particular, he's developing a TV show that would cross over into a film, that would cross over into comic books and apps and... um even its own energy drink. I won't do justice to explaining how quite insane and ambitious the project was. It's really interesting. Um, listen, right up to the part where Alan Moore says that he believes in magic. If you need any uh, any more proof that he's crazy, there you have it. There you go. So I might give that a yeah. listen because, mm. yeah, Alan Moore, man, mm. he's a fascinating cat. Couldn't get his Facebook bloody. No. Uh, could you? No. Yeah. Lives, lives in a house with a I, I wonder how much of that is just like. He's just messing with people. Well, he's he's written apparently a one million word novel. Oh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. It's probably too many, isn't it? Yeah. I think we're going to have to get, even fans of his are going to have to work in teams <laughs> and each read 100,000 words yeah. and then just summarize it briefly to the other people. I'll take that. Mm. Mm. Like the, the Wikipedia synopsis will be like a novel in itself. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Letters, it's time for letters. Also, good to see Scroobius Pip still doing stuff. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's right. Letters, it's time for letters. Now, Mason, remember how I said, hey, nobody send in any themes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make an exception this week. And this is the only exception I'm ever going to make for this. Okay? okay, great. Somebody, and you said last week, don't make a dubstep letters theme. <sighs> I'm sure I said do, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think you're sorry. You said do. Yeah. So anyway, we got this from uh, Navid. You ready? Yeah. Somebody put huh. some dubstep behind that. No! Where's the gorilla? Great. The best. Pretty good. No, no. Once great. off. Okay, fine. It's a once off. Can you email that to me? Absolutely. Okay, I'll do great. it right now. No, do it later. Uh, what are you going to do with it? Like my ringtone, I guess. It's in our email. You oh, can yeah, just I can get, just get it. it. I can just get it, I guess, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You have access to it. All right. Uh, it's from Kieran. Amazing. from Ireland. I love it when people send in music and odd supercuts that make us sound like <laughs> massive idiots. So if anybody was thinking about doing one of those... Don't do it. Not do it. <laughs> uh, it's Kyan from Ireland. Might be saying that wrong. K- uh, K-I-A-N? Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With all those long-awaited sequels... Uh, Unpronounceable Kiyakayan. <laughs> That's your nickname. With all the long-awaited sequels, remakes and reboots yet to come out this year, Jurassic World, Point Break, and Fantastic Four, do you guys think that modern cinema is getting too washed down with all the same stuff over and over again? Yes. My answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> but maybe just our... And also, it's probably a factor of us just getting really old. But <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some great independent cinema and stuff like that. Yep coming out but that's never hitting the mainstream and it's never making a lot of money you know mm, that's a really good point it's yeah but i think a lot of the mainstream stuff we get is still quite good give me an example tomorrowland, tomorrowland. i don't know sure. like what's it like all the marvel stuff yeah look i think anytime anyone produces anything that's not i i think 
like whenever somebody produces something that's not based on a book mm. or on a video game or on a comic book yeah. and it's not a reboot or a reimagining or whatever yeah. you've no you ever noticed that it's sort of it's it's hailed as this amazing achievement <laughs> yeah you're right so i think that's probably a bad sign yeah. that and look i know this episode's all about staying positive yeah <laughs> but i don't know yeah it does seem like they're running out of ideas yeah you're right but but it's okay we'll be dead soon yeah it doesn't so, matter does yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. who bloody cares mm. yeah you you're, you're right um I would like to see more. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't sell. So exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the that's, point. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, yeah. the that's the extent of it. Okay, we'll we'll come. I want to come back to Point Break. Okay, we've got another letter here. This is from Sean K. Um, I was hey greetings. I was wondering what your feelings are of the rumors of Jaden Smith, notorious movie destroyer and world class asshat, portraying Static Shock. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. No. Personally, uh, I see this more as a Smith family nepotism. Since Will Smith is now involved with the DCU as Deadshot, uh, this mm. wouldn't be the first time. Pursuit of Happiness, Karate Kid, uh, Will and Jada are executive producers, and um, who could forget that shit movie After Earth? Haven't seen it, but it's independent and an, an original. Maybe premise. we will see it. Yeah, we should have to. No, I've heard that's just the worst. Are you as annoyed of this news as I am? Okay, end rant. Love the show, Sean K. What do you think? You go ahead first. Um, Sean K's nickname should be. Sean of the K. I like that. Special K. Should be Special K. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, God. I think Sean of the K's, there's something there. <laughs> I think I think, I think. think there's a reason I'm in charge of nicknames. <laughs> For starters, because I just invented that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, no, he's not very good, is he? No, not at all. Um, I, you know, look, I'm not a massive Static Shock fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know that much about him. Yep. That being said, I know a lot of people love this character, and I know a yep. lot of people are annoyed by this, and I understand why. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea. Look, I haven't seen enough of Jaden Smith. I've seen enough of him on Twitter and whatever. I don't follow right, him. Right, okay. Just... You're saying it's regardless of that. How much acting ability do you need? I think the question is how much acting ability do you need to portray a superhero character? Yeah. And does Jaden Smith cross that threshold? <laughs> or is he just getting it because his dad's famous? Yeah. And, okay, if he's, good, if he's a good enough actor... Mm. Is does it just annoy people because he's an annoying person? It seems in real life. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I don't think he's a good enough actor. You don't? No, not because okay, again, seen. I haven't, I haven't seen enough, yeah. have enough experience of, with him. Like you know what? He's he he seemed to he seems to have gotten worse. Oh, interesting. Like Pursuit of Happiness, he's he's like a little little kid and he's quite good. Uh-huh. And um, even the Karate Kid, which a lot of people don't like, he's fine in that. Mm-hmm. Jackie Chan's really good in that, actually. Oh sure. Um, I'm not kidding. Okay, he really yeah. is. But since, yeah, but like from what I've seen, the clips of, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I haven't seen enough of him. But from what I've seen from the clips of the last one, After Earth, mm-hmm. like just, he does this weird nowhere accent. Okay, sure. And it's right. it's just, mm, and maybe that's that comes down to the film. Maybe he's better than yeah what I think he is. But I don't know. I can't see people getting past that. If people can't get past Will Smith as Deadshot, which I can, yeah, people are not going to get past Dead, um, Jaden Smith as Static Shock. I think it's just static. Really? Yeah. We'll get letters. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, cool. Are you sure? That doesn't matter, does it? I think the time... I remember... No, he was called Static, and then the second the second series that it was in was called Static Shock. Okay, sure. Okay. Static, DC Comics. Ha, 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 ha. He's just called Static. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I read Milestone. I read the bloody Milestone universe. You know what's up. It was all over it. We should do an episode on defunct comic book universes. I know. I saying that. You've t- but then but, I no, but look do- at all these. Jane Smith's cast as superhero static shock, so well, it's, he's not, bloody it's not wrong. just me. Yeah, okay, no, it's, it's everybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right, I apologize. Mm. Like I said, don't know that much about the character. All right, one more question. Glenn has one question. I, hope, I wish that was the question. Glenn? 
Glenn, where are you, Glenn? <laughs> What's the worst thing to hit the internet in the last week? Point Break trailer or the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen getting a reboot? Oh, that's news, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I thought I'd wait till the end. That is fascinating that League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen is getting a reboot. Can't be worse. Exactly. It can't be worse. It could actually be good. I'm not... Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm not uh, fussed by it, to be honest. I would be astounded if anybody sees it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why, why would anyone see it? Yeah, you're right. It's not really superhero-y enough. You'd have to cast it well. Yeah, you'd need big names. Like... But how are you going to get the Clooney. money? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know. How are you, you going to get the money? How are you going to convince somebody that's not going to be terrible? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, which is worse news? That's oh, the question, sure. I guess. Yeah, which yeah. is worse news? Um, Point Break or this? Start leaving, ladies and gentlemen. You just watched the Point Break trailer before we started. I did, yeah. And? It's very blue. <laughs> like rude? No, just blue in, blue in colour. Are you a fan of the original? I'm not against the original. <laughs> but I know people will sit down and watch it, you know, every... Year, yeah, month, every, second. Every second. Yeah. Every second they're awake, it's just in their eyes. I, I am I am not really fussed by either of these, to be honest. No, not really. I'm, no. not, I'm not in love with Point Break. It doesn't look very good. I probably won't see it. Yeah. Unless we do an episode on it. I hope it's slightly more realistic. Because so, it's, you know, nowadays it's a, everything's got to be more realistic. Correct. I hope it's more realistic in the sense that when the Keanu Reeves character He's on the beach and he can't shoot his friend, so instead he, he puts the gun up in the air and he just fires it yeah. and fires it and fires it. Yeah. I hope, A, those bullets land and, like, kill a fish, <laughs> but also later he has to fill in all the paperwork. Well, He's like, like, oh, yeah, because you have to. Every time you fire a bullet, it's, yeah, yeah where did you use yeah. it? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. In summary, I don't care about either of those things. Great. And they're both probably going to be just okay or bad. It'll be like, um, it'll be like the Miami Vice reboot. Oh yeah, that's that was shit. It was wasn't just it? fine, you know. <laughs> we saw that, didn't we? Yeah, they had a speedboat that went to Cuba. Probably did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll just it'll just be fine. It'll be another action movie. Yeah, it's not going to have the kitsch value that the old one did. Nope. It's yeah. it's weird though because Fast and the Furious is essentially a remake of Point Break. Yeah, and now this is kind of like Fast and a remake of Fast and the Furious. Sure, yeah, with like. The main guy, don't you reckon he looks very Paul Walker light? A little bit, yeah, okay. And sure. I love the bit of the... Because, he's an, again, he's an FBI agent who's yeah, going undercover yeah. in uh-huh. a gang and whatever, which was the first Fast and Furious movie. I love the line in it, and everybody's pointed this out, where he's like, I think these are extreme athletes like, like me. me. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be ridiculous for this mm. to work, and right? it doesn't look ridiculous No, it doesn't enough. look ridiculous no. enough. Well, Mason, we might be recording a Jurassic World, Jurassic Park commentary, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, maybe after this, maybe? Maybe after this. Let's get some lunch. Yeah, good idea. What do you want to get? It's pretty late for lunch. Get a burger. All right. Good idea. Great. So you can find that on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. If you already are a Patreon, hopefully that'll be up by now. And also you can find it at theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com. So hopefully I'll get those up before this comes out. If not, it will be up soon. Or never. Yeah, or never. Because we say a lot of things and we never follow through. <laughs> you can also download. There's ways to download it for free from Bandcamp. You can even just hit play and just, just play it. Just, to just it put through, your so. bloody phone next yeah. to you and watch the movie. Yeah. And play but it. It's but fine. If you want to donate some money? That'd that, be great. Yeah, yeah we'd that's, appreciate that's that. That's fine. Thanks to everybody who's been downloading the show. Just we've generally. had a massive We've month, had a bloody good we? month. Yeah. We? yeah, it's been. It was like a hundred thousand more than we got last month. Over. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know, man. Maybe we should get paid by somebody. <laughs> 
How does that work? Do you know what I mean? Happen. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. We're at the new frontier where nobody gets paid ever. How do you like that? Yeah, it's fine. But anyway, thanks everybody for all listening. Yeah, it's been, it's, been it's been great. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Tell 10 friends. Straight away, just immediately. <laughs> as soon as you meet a new friend, yep. that's a, it's a great icebreaker, I've Correct. been told. Just tell them Recommend about Recommend a podcast planet. they probably won't like. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I mentioned this when you were in the bathroom. Um, where there's a Sans Pants Weekly Planner thing happening this week. Oh, there is still, yeah. If you Google that, no, yeah. iTunes it, it's all bloody there. I'm in some of those episodes because yeah. a lot of them I couldn't make it <laughs> yeah. to. Cause... I think you're in three. I'm in three. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Great. Go. Oh. That's, yeah. I think it's is it five in a row. It's five in a row. It's a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, where can people find us, Mason? They can find us uh, at Weekly Planet Pod on Gmail and Facebook and a Twitter. Correct. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on I'm, Twitter. I'm Mr. Sunday Movies. Um, if you have a theme that you don't want me to play, send it through. Yes, <laughs> it's not, yeah. Uh, dubstep. The more dubstep, the better. That's what I say. <laughs> or maybe something else like... Folk? Give, yeah, give us... You know what I would like to see? Some sort of letters-based theme that is big band swing. <laughs> so if you happen to be in like like a like a 12-piece big band swing band or something get us, you're get just us trying to see yeah, how far you can push people yes, can't you? <laughs> yes. look we got a hundred thousand more listeners downloads this whatever month, it whatever was. it is yeah whatever it is surely at least 12 of those are in a swing band <laughs> yeah. that's all i'm saying yeah you're right mm. bloody get out there yeah all right guys have your spaghettis <laughs> grab that gem everybody bye, bye. hello Frank Walker from National Tiles. This week, National Tiles have a beautiful range of polished porcelain floor tiles slashed by up to 30% and more. Yes, until this Sunday only at National Tiles, save up to 30% and more on our beautiful range of polished porcelain floor tiles. But only until this Sunday. Rush into National Tiles now and save. Go to our website for details. nationaltiles.com.au